What can you do to help encourage your family's purity in this digital age? Introducing Accountable to You, software for all of the major operating systems that facilitates openness, transparency, and integrity between individuals and families through comprehensive, easy-to-read reporting. How does it work? Simply install Accountable to You on your laptops, desktops, and mobile devices. Then set an accountability partner for each device. For example, you might want to be the accountability partner for your kids, while setting your devices to report to your spouse or someone in your church. Accountability partners will then receive daily or weekly reports on device activity. Our sophisticated system can also send instant text alerts if something objectionable is detected, so partners can check in immediately. Learn more by visiting our website today, www.accountable2u.com. I got my own controls over here, John, now. You see the board right here? Can you see it? I can see it. Can see I can it? see it. It's cool. It's like I feel, I feel empowered. I feel empowered. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Welcome to the water break. It is Thursday, believe it or not. Yes, Thursday. Um, good to be with you guys. And as you know, I was, I was in Mexico City last week. And John, John was in Indiana. That, yes. That's it, Indiana. <laughs> Indiana, Mexico City, you know, which is where I still am. But you, you are not in Mexico City. No, you were you were not. You were not drinking a good margarita like I was. I do. Do they make those? Not in, because because make, I could drink the water where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got you got Bill. You got our audience to laugh. Way to go, man! Well done, well done. And that's a true story. Um, a couple of the family came back, you know, with Montezuma's. Uh-huh. Problems, his father yep. problems. Montezuma's father problems. <laughs> so your uh, your weekend in or your week in Mexico was was good. Yeah, it was a you know we were down there for a uh, family wedding. Um, my uh, I said this on the daily news brief. I actually recorded a daily news brief from from down there. And um, what happened was my my sister in law met a. A, uh, a, um, a young man on a Camps Crusade missions trip to Costa Rica three, three four years ago. And, uh, you know, they kind of kicked off a, a, a long um, distance relationship uh, over time. And they, you know, he, she'd go down there and visit and so forth. Well, he's a refugee from Nicaragua, went to, uh, was in um, Costa Rica, was on Camps Crusade staff there, and couldn't, Costa Rica is pretty difficult on, on it, but couldn't ever, he tried twice to get, um, to be able to come into the states, so he mm-hmm. he went to Mexico. Uh, same thing happened. Um, probably having refugee status probably doesn't help you very much, but um, no. so he went to Mexico City. He's working on staff at, at Camps Crusade in in uh, Mexico, and uh, um, so if he would have crossed the border illegally, he would have been fine. Um, no problem. And he probably got paid four hundred fifty thousand dollars to to do it right. all. And uh, but you know, so we end up doing the wedding down there because he can never. Um, uh, legally get through the border um, here, so uh, they're they're happily married. Um, good, good. Uh, got a new brother in the family, and uh, we had, my whole family was down there the whole week, and it, it was a fun week. But our plane, um, uh, this actually is going to bring me to my, my my tsunami, my tidal wave. But um, my plane um, was going to fly out on Sunday to come home, 
So we, if you aren't vaxxed, coming back in the States, you you got to get a 24-hour test. you got to get tested 24 hours before your flight. Well, if you um, are vaxxed, I think it's like 78 hours. Well, anyways, we aren't vaxxed. And so on Saturday, we all got our tests and, you know, all passed. You know, I felt felt good about myself. I was like, man, I put a lot of study into that test. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> and I'm... Uh, and then my plane got delayed and didn't leave till Monday. So I had to get, my whole family had to get retested on Monday, on Sunday, excuse me. So we got tested on Wednesday and then retested, uh, tested on Saturday and then retested on Sunday. And, and then the crazy, you get to the, you get to the airplane, everyone's getting on the airplane. So everyone is either vaxxed on that airplane or had been tested within 24 hours and they were still making you wear a mask. Of course they were. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. So that, that's my week. What about your week? Uh, yeah, none of that happened to me. You didn't get tested? I, no. Okay. I was, I was here this week, um, did some writing, uh, went to the grocery store. <laughs> drank some water. Went and drank some water, drank copious water <laughs> and thought to myself, well, this is something that Gabe's not going to get to do. And then I tipped it back. Right out of the um, faucet. You just drank right from the faucet. You're just like, ah. And our well, our masks and, and COVID mandates and everything here in my in my section of the galaxy yeah. uh, seems to be that people are kind of over it. Yeah. You know, there you, there's still there's still signs up on the doors, and there's still you know warnings in various places right. about how we could all love struck, each other. Well, we could all be struck dead <laughs> at any moment. Opposite um, of loving each other. Yeah, but. But for the most part, it's not nobody. Nobody really gets bent out of shape. You'll still see people driving like with masks on, and you'll see some other people at the grocery store. But it's yeah. it hasn't been. Well, we live seven miles from the state of Washington, and Governor Inslee. They're having another COVID spike in Washington. They've done everything. They vaxxed everybody. They fired people for not getting vaxxed. They still require. I think still require a mask everywhere over there. Um, uh, and so that pressure affects us on the border a little bit. I think people. Still wear masks in town. Uh, uh, decent people, decent amount of people still wear masks in my town, but no one enforces it anymore. There's no enforcement. There's no um, of that silliness going on. So if you want to do what you want to do all by yourself in and your wear a mask town? in my town in Moscow, so we're seven miles from Washington State, state of Washington. Right. We're right on the border. So Inslee, he's the governor. I call him incompetent Inslee over in Washington. Right, and so he literally—they're having a spike again in Washington, and he said in the newspapers this week, he's like, "We're going to beat this thing," like he's talking about doubling down with some new sort of restrictions to get the coronavirus mm-hmm. to disappear. But well, didn't you go to jail not that long ago for not wearing a mask? And man, now that was sudden—that was September twenty twenty. That was a year ago, over a year ago. Yeah, and and now they just shrug, and it's not even so. It was a yeah. jailable offense. Yeah. A, year ago. a little over a year ago, and now they don't. Yep, don't that, and that actually brings me. Thank you, John. You set me up. For, I was trying my to tie, tie you up. <laughs> I was trying because I can't wait to hear the sound effect. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's, that's right. Here we go. For the oh, that's a not. I got to turn. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> the sound effects are lo- are quiet. Yeah, you didn't even hear that one. So no. I got. I got actually got to stop the music. And then and then restart it. Yeah. So transitioning, this is our transition into the tidal wave. There we go. <laughs> There's a little plop at the end. 
You know, uh, one of the, so uh, bad. that's so bad. My transitions are not good. I need to do John Bunyan's comedy class that's going on in the Fight Left East University to work on my transitions there. Um, but it got me thinking when I was actually down in Mexico City, um, this whole concept of like COVID logic, uh, you know, COVID logic. Well, when, when I came back from uh, Mexico City, it, it was interesting being down there in the first place. Like Mexico City, they don't have any laws or regulations really enforcing it. It's all enforced by the people. Like the people are scared. I was in, I was taking an Uber from the airport, I think, or, or uh, I think it was from the airport to, to my hotel. Had my mask off, and the the driver said, "Hey, will you put your mask on? I don't want to die." Like that. That was his whole sentence. I started really? I started laughing, thinking like it was some sort of joke, and he's like, "No, I'm serious." And I was like, "Whoa!" So you know. I put my fake mask on from fake mask um, USA dot com, which you can so you order. Strapped it, strapped a mask, strapped over your the face, face to make the fake mask feel on. Better. That's right. And um, but it's it was crazy to me on how everybody in Mexico were wearing masks, not because the government, but because they really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a number of things related to it, like their culture is full of superstition. You know, they're built on the on the superstition of child sacrifice all the way to the superstition of superstition of Roman Catholicism. So I think, I think there's no, um, I, I understand the, uh, the logic there with the mass and everything. But anyways, uh-huh. coming back from Mexico, did I, did I just drop a bomb there and made you, we need to process that. Well, process that one a little more. Uh, I, I just, it, it's just such a shift for me to go from talking with the people that I talk to, in my social media circles to talking to you because it's just, it, it's like two different planets. Um, <laughs> you just yeah. compared the Mayans to the Roman Catholics, yeah, the superstition of child sacrifice to the yeah. superstition of Roman Catholicism is just yeah. a, yeah, that's a, that's actually a topic for another time. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good conversation. I would, <laughs> I would think it does need to be explained a little bit. So, so anyways, when I came back from Mexico city, it struck me, how the U.S. liberal COVID logic has affected the world, like the U.S. COVID logic. Um, the COVID fear in our country has spread across the globe, and the spineless backbone of America regarding COVID really is contagious. So, you know, kind of goes America, so goes the world, at least at this point. That'll change. But right. here, I'm, but, think, I'm thinking of a spineless backbone right now. <laughs> Mental <laughs> picture. But here's the deal. Our country has overwhelmingly been educated by government schools, so we're now, what, knee-deep, neck-deep in government logic. And this is the logic that is dictating what I like to call COVID logic. So that's the basis for where we're at with this COVID logic insanity, which is really another name for the illogical insanity that our medical, governmental, mainstream media professionals are propagating on us. Um, you know, where's the church and all this kind of thing? Now, because our memories are short, we have short memories, John. Not just talking about us old guys, our kind of collective cultural memories. I would like to catalog all the logic, COVID logic fails that have happened over these last two years. So we're going to kind of walk through a catalog here. I'm sure you got some to add to this, John. Um, So uh, add to this list in the comments below on our show here. And and use the show as a reference to your posterity, you know, so the future generations can laugh with us at our insanity. You know, bring this back to your kids, you know, some some somehow, some way. Make them watch it. 
mm-hmm. 40 years from now. Um, so number one, that UK is already adjusting. So this is COVID illogic, and I'm actually going to start in the UK, um, uh, the motherland. UK is already adjusting the definition of what it means to be vaccinated to include booster jabs. Actually, Boris Johnson, the president, or whatever you call him in the UK, the prime minister, the not the queen, yeah, prime minister. Mm-hmm. Um, he already recognizes. I actually I put, reported this on Daily News Brief this last week that he was saying, "Yeah, we need to adjust the definition of what it means to be vaccinated to include a booster shot." So, goalpost moving. COVID logic number two. My full, as I mentioned earlier, my whole family had to get a COVID test 24 hours before our departure out of Mexico City, which meant that everyone on the plane was either vaccinated or tested within 24 hours, and yet we still had to wear masks on the plane. COVID logic number three. These aren't in any particular order. Um, How about this? We have to get vaccinated to protect the vaccinated. Doesn't the vaccination protect you regardless if you're vaccinated? COVID logic number four, I'm going to lose the numbers here, but COVID logic, (laughs) asymptomatic carriers are spreading the virus. Remember that whole thing back in the day when it first, when the COVID stuff started going, everyone was freaking about asymptomatic carriers. Right. COVID logic, liberals, I mean people driving down the road, double masked in the car all by themselves. (laughs) That's a liberal to me now. New definition of a liberal. Yeah, Bill, Bill's got one. You got five? Bill's got five. Oh, Bill's counting where I'm at. I, oh. My numbers on my screen aren't aren't appearing up anymore. So yeah, well, you said they're not in any particular order as you were putting them in putting a particular them, order. That's part so. of our comedy bit, John. That's <laughs> <laughs> never repeat the joke, right? No. Oh, okay. COVID logic. This is crazy. Swimming at the beach with a mask on, and yes, I saw that in Florida last year. I was at the beach with my kids. And people had masks on, like, in the water. Swimming with a mask on. Do you suppose there's people who shower with their masks on? I'll bet there are. Uh, there has to be. There just there just has to be. All by themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. Some lady with cats by herself, something. COVID logic. Varsity wrestlers not being allowed to shake hands after the match. And that was, I remember that happening. That was actually a, a Fight Life Feast family um, group uh, person mentioned that. <laughs> And everything. It's just After ridiculous. a wrestling match, they couldn't they shake, shake hands. hands. They, yeah, they'd walk right. off. So they'd wrestle. The judge would, you know, raise their hands or whatever. This guy won, <laughs> and then they walk off, not shake hands. Uh, this this is why I couldn't watch the NBA this last year. NBA players sitting on the bench, wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and only to sub in and go on the court to physically battle it out. You know, it's like, come on, right? You know, twenty five year old superstar athlete has to wear a mask on the bench, but. I saw a guideline for a school. Uh, there, there was it was thick. A bunch of the guidelines, but one of the one of the guidelines was for the marching band. Uh-huh. The marching band had to wear masks, like when they were out on the football field or whatever. But they were allowed to cut holes in the mask yeah. so that they could play their instruments through them. Yeah. And that was a meme going around the internet last year. Did you ever see that yeah. meme? Or it wasn't even a meme. It's a real. There's several pictures of bands, you know, with the uh, the trumpet or whatever, and the, right. the mask is. Is around it, but the hole's open so he can blow into the trumpet or whatever. Into the trumpet, into the instrument. Yeah. (laughs) 
as all that air, all that COVID air flows through the trumpet and out. And all that spit, it collects in the, yeah. and you blow the spit valve out. Yeah. I know. I know. And how about this slogan? My mask protects you and your mask protects me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this. That's like saying I wear a coat in the winter to keep you warm. Mm-hmm. That it's like saying my seatbelt will protect you in a crash. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Heritage Foundation. I actually tweeted this out uh, uh, earlier today. The Heritage Foundation tracked ninety instances of political leaders like Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Doctor Burks. It should have included my mayor in this, but Mayor Hot Dog De Blasio. And you can go to uh, they do a nice data visualization. You go to data visualization.heritage.org forward slash public health um, and they track all these instances where politicians had a rule or had a regulation that they themselves pushed on everybody and broke themselves. And then violated. It was great. They had a map all over the U.S. and everything where all these violations occurred, the date and everything. You guys should check that out. Mm -hmm. COVID logic. Well, while we're thinking about political hypocrisy, um, remember, my mayor officiated a wedding while not wearing a mask less than a month before I was arrested. So, you know, COVID logic. The mayor can do a wedding. I can't sing a psalm at City Hall. COVID logic. COVID is bad because nobody's following the guidelines. So, you know, COVID instances are up because nobody's following the guidelines. But the flu's down because everyone's following the guidelines. And, yes, that got repeated to me. COVID logic uh, and, and again, like this is the last one I have, but you guys can kind of fill it in from here. Can can we talk about pretreatments, immunity, Iver, um, I, I can't, Ivermectin? I, oh, you said it. You said it. HCQ, all that stuff. Can, can we not talk about, you know, that stuff? You, you see, because I think we have overwhelmingly been educated by our government schools. We can call government school Caesar because great that great quote for more than a century, you know, a different kind of hundred year war here. So we now think like Romans. We're educated by Caesar. We now think like Romans, and we believe our government and we believe our government and the propaganda they give us. We follow their junk science grounded in evolutionary theory and emotions, uh, and we don't want to disobey their commands all at the same time. We have this weird. Stockholm syndrome. I don't know what it is. We are we're vulnerable people, and as Proverbs put it, puts it, we have no walls to protect us because we're ruled by our own emotions and not truth. Isaiah three, chapter three, verse four says this: "And I will make boys their princes, and infants shall rule over them." Um, that's three, verse four. The Hebrew word there for infants is—I don't think it's a very good translation there, but it's actually more accurately translated, kind of capricious, wanton. Desires, in other words, arbitrary emotionalism will govern us, and we are being judged by God, like uh, Isaiah. So our arbitrary emotions, wanton emotions, are ruling us, and that is a judgment by God. Uh, I like I like what Zuby adds to this, and he says millions of people simply don't want to admit that they have been misled and lied to. And that they gave up 12 to 20 months of normal life for no good reason whatsoever. And that's our emotional pride coming in there. Uh, I, I don't think my city council will ever admit that what they did was wrong shutting down businesses. And I know they won't. 
I don't think the governor, incompetent Inslee, who's going on his, like, what, fourth shutdown now in the state of Washington as everything spikes again, you know, it, you know, I, I don't think they'll ever admit uh, this because the, what they did the last two years was pretty egregious. No. You got anything to add to that, John? I think, well, you covered a lot of them. Um, I, I think that the lockdowns are are a thing that were pretty telling and 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 it was kind of amazing the way everybody complied with them as if well it's not it's not entirely our fault because we were told originally it was going to be like what 15 days just 15 days to <laughs> Two flatten weeks. the curb you know yeah yeah and we're like, yeah, well, you know, for a couple of weeks, sure, sure, we can do this thing for a couple of weeks. We're all in this together. Let's uh, let's do our part. Let's tighten our belts. So it's whatever. But then as they continue to go on and people were suggesting, you know, lockdowns for three months or six months and then it got to be nine months or whatever, the, the, the compliancy as if that was actually a thing that whether or not it would work. Even let's say that it did. Let's say that the staying in lockdown for nine months mm-hmm. would eradicate the coronavirus. It's still not a workable solution. You right. can't do it. Right. You can't. Everybody can't stay home for nine months. Right. It it won't work. Yeah. And so it was just astounding to me that the the number of people who are in an uproar, and uh, I got yelled at quite a bit for writing about how it's time to go back. It's time to get go back out of our caves and and get back to work. And yeah. people were yelling at me like, "You're just dooming mankind. You're going to kill everybody." It's like, it's like no, you're, we're going to. If the coronavirus is going to get us, then it's going to get us. But we're going to die in our bunkers That's if right. we don't if we don't do something. Right. So, I just I, it's more of that illogic. Right. Well, and I was emotionalism as I was you know thinking about this this show. I I. I the topic came to me before I even thought about doing this on, on water break. I was like, man, we just need a catalog. We need to remember all the hypocrisy, all the COVID logic that was shoved on us this last two years and not forget it. Like our political leaders should, should be. And, and, and the reason why they get away with it is because all the citizens are, you know, we got citizens driving around masks all by themselves in their cars. It's like, you know, we're, we're happy. You know, we're, that we believe this, we sign off to all this because we let the government educate us for a hundred years. And now we're just like, all right, cool. Right. CDC. Yeah. I mean, my public school told me what to think. Then I should believe what the CDC tells me what to think. Well, do you remember uh, a few years ago? It seems like it was only yesterday, Gabe, when yeah. you would see television commercials for cold and flu medicine yeah. Remember the, the winter time would start up about now and it would run through the winter and it would always have these people like in rain slickers and with the newspaper over their head. And it's like pouring and sleeting yeah. rain. And the voice is talking. It's like, you don't have time to be sick so you can take. And, and so this guy would, would get up in the morning and he's all bleary eyed and his nose is running, but he takes whatever the medication is so that he can get back out there and go to work and be productive and provide for his family. Yeah. And that was whatever happened to that? What happened to all of those people who didn't care about being sick That's but right. they had to go out and produce? Yeah. Well, Where'd they, they go? They believe the stats, the coronavirus stats that more people are dying. And, you know, the stats look bad. I mean, more people have died from the coronavirus than from the flu the last 2 years. Um but we've also been lied to about the stats. Like we just we just believe even the stats that the government gives us are accurate. 
Um, you know, there's no debate on with or from. So they really do believe that the coronavirus is worse than the flu. And mm-hmm. it might be, but I actually don't believe the stats that are being presented to us as being accurate enough to be able to even make that assessment. And and then in addition to that, they're, they won't even let you um, be involved in, in the process of what you think you need to take to be treated with, you know, ivermectin, whatever. And so they're they're controlling it all over the from every angle. So that's why people think people think like this is worse than the flu. And it and again, I'm open for that debate. I'm open for that possibility. But um, they believe it because they believe the government reporting stats are accurate. And you you can go to the store and you buy a mask. Let's say you go to the store and buy a mask off off the shelf at the store, or you could go to um, uh, fakemaskus.com where I get my mask. Um, but you can go to the store and you buy a, a mask inside the plastic thing and then you buy it. But on the back of the plastic thing, it says not to be used for medical purposes. Mm-hmm. Like all these masks that they sell at the store, except for like maybe the blue um, disposable mask, but like the, the washable mask, all these masks that they sell at the store, the designer mask to make you look pretty. Mm-hmm. And they say not to be used for medical purposes on the back of the mask. And everyone's like, oh, I'll buy it. Okay. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. But we, but that's because we, we, belie- we believe the government for a hundred years and, and, and now we believe the CDC and now we believe the stats that reporting. No one wants to even debate. I was watching the, the, um, uh, actually, I think I played this on the news brief also this week, but, um, the view had this conservative lady on. And she wasn't allowed in the studio, so they did a Zoom interview with her. But she wasn't allowed in the studio because she wasn't vaxxed. Well, you know, Joy Behar and Whoopi Cushion and who else, who else is on there? Um, they, were, they were like, you know, how come you aren't vaxxed? And, and she said, well, actually, I've had the coronavirus and my immunity is really good. And all my doctors have tested my immunity to make sure it's good. And they've all signed off to it and said, I don't need to, to um, get vaccinated because I'm, I'm immune now. And... And they're they're like, oh, that's just not good science. That's not what CDC says, and that was their whole response. Right. Well, you know, categorical. You know, that's not what the CDC says, and that's that's junk science. What your doctor is saying. She's like, my, I've had three doctors sign off on my immunity here in New York. And they and they just, and the one lady said, I don't want that misinformation on our on the air anymore. And Whoopi <laughs> Whoopi closes out real quick, and she says, we're going to go to a break now. Like, really? it was really? pretty pathetic, but it was watching, you know the three amigo women um, just be a, they're, they're a joke on the view. Ben Shapiro joked that they'll never invite him on the view because he'll just, he'll just tear him up. And, and I don't think the view really gets good challengers uh, on this kind of stuff. I, she was, she was good. She held her own, um, but they, they really are just a ball of ill logic. COVID logic is we're talking about. Well, if you have a, if your mind is already made up and there's a lot of people that have already decided what they what they believe and they're not going they're not looking for uh new information and they're not they're not looking for perspective they're just looking for validation that's right and what's on top of this all of these mask mandates and the and the various vaccinations and all of that is a is a moral uh veneer that if you get the vaccine and if you wear the mask and if you sanitize your hands and if you practice all of these public declarations, if you publicly display your concern for COVID, then you are a better person That's than right. somebody who does not. Mm-hmm. And if you and if you're not a person now who 
even if you are vaccinated and if you do wear masks and if you practice all of that stuff, if you're not publicly declaring that in a way that makes everybody aware of the fact that you're vaccinated, then you still get lumped into the category of an immoral person. Um, and that is, that seems very pharisaical to me that it's all, <laughs> it's right. a matter of, it's That's a matter right. of presenting myself um, for your approval as mm -hmm. a moral, decent person by being vaccinated and wearing my mask and, right. and shaming other people who don't, who don't do what I think they need to do. And so here we have it. We've let the government schools, we've let the government educate us for centuries. We've, we've let the government into our healthcare system now deeply into our healthcare lives. We've let the government into our airplanes. We've let the government into our cars. We've let the government into our houses, all that stuff. And so no wonder the government has levers to be able to make us do this kind of stuff. And, and this is where Christians, we need to um, work on detangling all those government levers because I, I really believe that um, we can see communities and maybe some states become free, uh, disentangle themselves from the government, uh, federal government overreach um, in the next 50 years, hopefully. That's, you know, Canada needs to do it. America needs to do it. We need to, we need to work on disentangling ourselves on all those regulations. So don't forget this. Don't forget this list. I'm sure you guys added a bunch of stuff in the in the notes below on all the COVID logic that's going around. And uh, so don't forget what's happened this last year because that that um, if we forget, uh, more plays are going to keep being run on us from from the government. So don't 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 forget what happens there. So, John, good seeing you, man. It's good to have you back. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, everybody. In the stage. And until next time. Uh, go love God and go fight, laugh, and feast. This is the water break, as, as Knox would say. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information.